you look up and you're looking down that front line and you see thousands of people rushing the front line to see what just happened yeah. or what's about to happen because when that when aftershock fires up man you literally feel it in your chest you can't not look at it no is and you can't ex, you can't explain what it feels like it is unbelievable Would you like to open the whiskey, sir? Uh, sure. Fantastic. So, did we? I am gonna do the ice. Did we talk about where this came from? I think so. I think we should. So, Carl West at Bo Diddle's Wine and Spirits is our sponsor tonight. Now, I've personally never had this, but you said you haven't that, had Angel's Envy. Yeah, you said this is your brand. So, right? my very first sip of whiskey was Angel's Envy. And we were downtown Little Rock at Dizzy's. I am going to do ice, though, because I'm a little Oh, you even got the cute wonderful person. Look at you. Actually, that was Justin Tackett's uh, thing. We had cool ice balls. The round balls. Yeah. But uh, anyway, pour myself. We were at Dizzy's downtown, and I had never had, like, an actual pour of whiskey. Had some whiskey sours and stuff like that. And they had this sitting on the shelf. I was like, well, that's the coolest-looking bottle that you have, so I'll have some of that, please. Turns out it was Angel's Envy. And when I picked it up today, I was like, it's got wings. It's got wings. It's got, Angel's got wings. It'll give you wings, but it's not like Red Bull. Oh. So well, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. You're a gentleman and a scholar. I and don't care what Alex says about you. <laughs> Wait till you see the videos. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jason. Brown. Cheers, buddies. Cheers. Cheers. Whoops. See? Look, Justin Taggett. It'll be a good episode. And he and he had my first drink getting him right knocking over y'all's microphone. It's fantastic. We'll keep this one on just at a distance, just in case we need a backup. What's your whiskey of choice? And be honest. I'm thinking that might be now. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I've always been a crown guy. Uh, that's pretty good though. Yeah. I oh, like that. Love Angel's Envy. Let's talk about the air show. Yes, sir. The Mighty Mighty Air Show. But there's two parts to this, right? There is. There's a past and a present. Okay. So let's just talk about the past okay. for a few minutes. There's a lot of people who said a lot of good things about the air show. There might be some people who didn't say great things about the air show. Uh-oh. I mean, you had a lot of a lot of struggles not, not i'm not saying with people but i mean you had a lot of struggles putting on the air show just as a huge project what 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 were those struggles when it when it comes to people i mean not everybody wants to go to an air show a lot of people do a lot of people didn't understand what the air show was locals around here specifically um and one of the reasons why is because i believe for two years, we were putting on flyovers, and so they they just honestly assumed, and and I understand it, is they thought the air show was just going to be another flyover, and so it was more of an education. So, let me pause you there. I remember you telling us the story of the flyover. Right. But 
why why a flyover? I mean, of all things, I mean, you could do a million different things locally. You could put on an event, which this is an event. You could put on a concert. You could do whatever. But why did you think putting an airplane in the air was a good idea? So, <clears throat> um, so when COVID first hit, everybody basically went into hiding, right? Restaurants were shut down, and I mean, this was this was early, early on. So, if you remember, you know, in March of twenty twenty. Um, the world basically shut down yeah. as, as we knew it, right? So restaurants shut down. I mean, the dining room shut down. No one could go in them. And for for months, we weren't really socializing. You couldn't go inside of a restaurant or anything like that. And in in May, they started relie- relieving those a little bit where you could start going into restaurants to a certain percentage if y'all remember right they Mm -hmm. you could i can i don't remember exact percentages you know so what we decided to do was do a county-wide flyover that ran parallel to the interstate and all we were trying to do was to get people outside where it was safe and socialize again that's all we were trying to do yeah the restaurants were open back up to a certain degree people needed to see each other again and from one (laughs) from one end of the county to the other we got people back outside that's why we did it and it was just planes in the sky I think the first time we probably had I don't remember Justin was about 50 to 70 planes. Um, we even had, we hired a bulldog flight formation team. They're a pretty, pretty impressive group of guys. And we, you know, they fly in formation and they blow smoke oil and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was just a, a different deal. And then almost one year to the date, we had a block party. It was amazing how the world changed in one year. Um, from that May to May of 2021, we had a block party. And basically that one was just trying to highlight what we were about to do for the air show. That's all we were really trying to do. Um, let them know that the air show was coming. And then in June of 2021 is when we fired off the air show. And most of the people at the air show were not from here. Yeah, They, they were from... <laughs> everywhere but Saline County that's what's fascinating and um and I really truly believe that was because of um everybody well part of um everybody thought around here it was going to be one of those flyovers again yeah. gotcha so it was just a education thing but when that thing fired off on that Friday night and that Saturday our folks they realized hey this is not this isn't just a flyover anymore. Was there anybody who wasn't interested in doing a flyover at all? I mean, was everybody on board? Well, we're not trying to call people out by oh, any means. We're just, I, I mean, I, I never. Here's the way I look at things. I never try to 
get in anybody's way or ask them to do anything they're not willing to do. So as, as a chamber's role, all we try to do is promote and put people together. That's all we try to do. So I always relied on the people at the airport that have the expertise of doing anything aviation. You will never hear me say that we know what we're talking about when it comes to aviation. You will never hear me say that we know what we're talking about when it comes to the planes or anything. That's not what we do. One thing we know how to do is organize yeah. and market. So when it comes to the who wants to do what with their airplane, I, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know who wanted to participate, who did want it. I just appreciate everybody that got behind it and wanted to yeah. to run with it. That's all I can say. I remember the first air show I went to was, uh, it was Blue Angels down in Florida. And we didn't plan on going. It wasn't the goal of the trip. And we just happened to see, and this was, I don't know, eight years old or something. And uh, I remember hearing those those planes screaming overhead, and anyone who has been close to those at an air show, hearing those jets, especially as a kid. Oh, it's life-changing. It is absolutely life-changing. Um, what was even, I mean, I had no interest in aviation or anything at that moment. We have rain, so if, if we hear a lot of rain on this, that'll be fun. We, uh, they had after the show, these, uh, these simulators, they have this whole museum, this gallery that you can go through and they had flight simulators and it was the blue angels aircraft oh, in a awesome. simulator, but it was actually a cut off simulator with computer screens on the outside. So when you hop in, you're actually getting into a fighter cockpit with all the original controls and the, and the, the yoke and everything like that. And that was the first time that I had that that interest in something as simple as as airplanes. And so when we were out here, I've been to a bunch of other air shows, but here, the Wings Over Bryant air show, the the night before when we had the uh, the aerial shell team doing the the special nighttime show, that immediately, I mean, those same feelings I had as a kid. Of, of hearing those engines, seeing the lights, seeing the tricks and everything, and being out here on the field at Celine with the planes, what felt like right on top of your head. I mean, it, it feels like you're looking not out. Not, <laughs> I'm telling you, to hear it, to see it, to, to smell it, to, I mean, it brought back those feelings of just like that awe and excitement and everything. That was the first time that, being around airplanes and stuff, it, it harkened back. So I was like, man, I can't be the only person out here that, that feels like that, you know. So it was it was uh it was one for the books. One of the coolest things I, I never thought about until after our air show was I had I had several people you know, we had we had tons of people that travel around the country and they go to all these air shows, right? One of the coolest things that anybody has said to me and it was it was several and I I'd never thought about this what they loved about coming to our air show was 
exactly what you said. They were able to get so close yeah. to the axe that they weren't five miles away from him watching them, that it was literally right in front of them and they could feel them as they were doing their act yeah. and, and flipping and all this kind of stuff. Well, I didn't even know this, but one of our vendors, one of our folks do the kids area, <laughs> uh, he told me the other day that when they were setting up, I'm talking the Saturday show, when Aeroshell was setting up to do their act, they came in so low they blew over one of the <laughs> one of the uh, kids area things. He goes, yeah. "No kids were on it or anything." Yeah, thank I, my yeah. face was like, "Oh!" <laughs> He's like, "No." He said, "But it, he goes, they came in so close and so tight. He goes, it flipped over one of the kids things." You know? Yeah. I was like, "Oh, you don't get to experience that. I mean, you yeah. really get to feel it." It's it's. And we, with your help, were able to get out there with the cameras and all that. And my favorite memory from the air show was having Kevin Coleman at that last bit come screaming over. We were out there on, I mean, just next to the runway where he was, you have the box, right? So you have the area that is cleared for them to do their their acrobatics. And we were able to get out there with the camera. And uh, if you watch the promo, and I don't know you know this, but if anybody goes back and watches the promo... Uh, at the very, very end, you'll see Kevin Coleman, the yellow airplane, which now he has a, a full new paint job. It's yeah. all Red Bull and everything on there. But at the very end, it comes screaming in. And the reason he did that move was because his engine was overheating. He was going to do a couple more stalls, but doing the stalls, you don't have all the, the wash on it. It's not cooling and everything. And so he had to um, cut it short and he had to cool his engine off. So he had to come down quickly, get more airflow and all that. So, uh, he decides to do one final pass by. And I remember looking through the viewfinder of this camera, trying to look, and it's really hard to tell your depth perception when you're, when you're looking through a camera. And, uh, I had Justin out there, we were on this little golf cart and, uh, he says, Oh boy, you better get this one. He's coming in. He's coming in. I was like, okay, where is he? Where is he? I finally catch him. And, uh, and I hear him getting all excited. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's way over there. Like, this is whatever. Until I just looked up, and there's an airplane right, <laughs> right. Blowing smoke all over. I mean, Everything. I, I'm no joke. It was like as high, at least it felt like it was as high as the ceiling of this. It was so incredibly close, the noise and, and the feeling of that cut and pass so you'll hear when you watch the promo back it doesn't look nearly as close as it felt for sure uh and i'm sure i'm way over exaggerating this but you'll hear us laugh when it cuts to the end logo your and, uncontrollable and laughter between you and Justin <laughs> is the greatest thing <laughs> we, on the planet we couldn't help it <laughs> right i mean it was it literally all professionalism and adulthood went out the window and it was just your kids deal we did friday night that special thing we did that friday night just looking around at, at everybody's faces yeah. was life-changing for me right because you're seeing all these grown people that we've taken care of all night and you know um that's that's given their life to to the county to that airport that's made everything happen and for them to actually see 
what's came to fruition and what can be possible, they were all just giddy. Everybody was giddy. That's the only way I can describe it. It, you know, it, it was an amazing experience to be able to see that from everybody's face. Yeah. Everybody's face. Cheers to that. Yeah, man. I want to, I want to change topics now and talk about you for a second. I have a list over here. I keep eyeballing. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what you want to talk about me for. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people want to, want to learn about you. Just curious. We, I think anybody who knows you can objectively agree you're successful, right? And that can be in any term that you want to, business, professional, whatever, right? Of everything you've done in the past and, and the amount of success, which for every success, you have a thousand failures. Sure. Why are you in the, the realm of, and politics is, is a strong word, but, but kind of a political circle? I mean, seriously, why are you doing what you're doing when you don't have to? Because you don't. Yet here you are, outside, sweating like crazy, putting on an air show, and sitting in an office answering phone calls and, and meeting with people when you could say, you know, I'm good. There's, <clears throat> there becomes a time when all, well, I shouldn't say that for me, really. All I ever really want to do is make a difference. All I want to do is help grow. And I don't mean... Um, necessarily business for myself. That's not, that's not what I do. I, I want to see everybody succeed. I want to see our, our communities, our county. I want to see everybody successful. Um, I want to be able to help contribute and and give back, and 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 that's the only way I know how. To be honest with you, is to use my brain to figure out how to be creative to make things grow. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, we're very glad that you do that. Well, so it's not rocket science for me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's very simple. <laughs> so let let me let me dig into that. Then you want to see everyone successful. I do. Do you see everyone successful? Does it always end happily? And what do you do when it doesn't? There's sometimes where no matter what you do, people aren't willing to help themselves. And there's nothing you can do for that. Wow. Yeah. 
So then let's talk about the ones that are. Because we said earlier, for every success, you're going to have a thousand unsuccesses. You just hope that the value, not the quantity, but the quality of the successes outweigh the failures. Those folks who do stick it out and see that success and take it that certain level. What's that trait that you see time and time again? Because for every successful person you deal with, again, you're going to see 10 others. <clears throat> but those that continue to, to come up and make it happen, what are they doing? The people that are willing to change and pivot are the ones that are typically the most successful. Is that what makes you successful? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure I consider myself successful. I just, the people that are willing, I cannot stand to hear the words, that's, that's the way we've always done it. If you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not willing to change with things, um, you're going to die. And I don't mean physically, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, whatever you're working on, Whatever your goal is, if you're not willing to adjust, it's not going to work out typically. Yeah. So that is your standpoint for, for, for growth, for achievement here in, in where we are, but We've got some neighboring cities, some neighboring counties. It's a pretty close-knit group. I mean, sure, we're all together as Arkansans, if, if we want to define it as that, but there's competition, right? My question is, is competition good or is it bad? And I think that kind of boils down to your definition of competition. If competition is just to beat someone up, or to be better than someone just for the sake of, of them losing, it's that's a problem. one thing. Right. But if competition is more of an idea of not trying to be better than someone else, but take so, what they've done and be better than yourself. What's, how, how do you, from a city-to-city city standpoint where we are, where we are so close to each other, how does, how does competition play in, in your day-to-day -day world? I'll just say it this way. I don't fight, nor do I compete with anybody. When someone goes left, I go right. Yeah. I'm not going to beat my head against the wall. I've been down that road And it's not helping anybody. Do you welcome competition? I welcome working together and for the greater good. I want everybody around the table. I constantly. Yeah. I try to put everybody together constantly. That's what I try to do. So 
going back to success then. We have a good idea. I heard I heard the saying. I mean, it's judge a book by its cover, right? We've heard that a thousand times. Someone said if Nike opened a hotel, we'd have a pretty good idea of what that hotel would be like. If Hilton came out with a shoe, we'd have no idea. Right? You've established what Wings Over Bryant is and what people have come to expect. So switching from our first question to our last question, we've gone from the past to the future. What is the new Wings Over Bryant going to be like? So I'm going to ask you this question, and you know the answer because we've had this conversation, but most people do not know the answer to the question. And this is where I'm nervous now. This is where I think it's fascinating. What is Arkansas's number one export? Mm. It's definitely not its whiskey. Huh? It's not. Rice. Is Mo- typically the common. Most people believe it people believe it's rice. But it's aviation stuff. It is. It's aerospace and aviation. By $1.9 billion, it employs 10,000 people across the state. It is a very high-paying industry. So, we have partnered with the Arkansas Aerospace and Defense Alliance, which is the organization who represents all Arkansas uh, aerospace companies. And the president of that organization is the vice president of Falcon Jet. So we're going to highlight all Arkansas and aerospace companies to the world at Wings Over Bryant. Wow. We're the Chamber of Commerce. We're pro-business. what you do that's what we do it's pretty good we've actually been working on it prior to last year's show <laughs> right. you know um but one of the most the proud moments i've ever had i think was yesterday when i was on the phone with falcon jet and he told me that they're so impressed with what we've done and they're going to make sure that this is successful and they're going to back us that that in the short term that's what he said but it was a lot longer conversation than that but you know they see what we're trying to do and they see the value of it and they appreciate what we're trying to do for their industry that means a lot my goal, and and I know this is crazy to say, but my goal is just turn this to the Oshkosh to the South. That's the only way I can describe it. Will we get there? I don't know. My hope is to turn it that way. And with partners like Defense Alliance mm-hmm. and Falcon Jet, people like you with the Sling County Regional Airport, with our county, 
and with entire industry behind us for the state, I, I, I believe it's very possible. Let's make it happen. That's our goal. What questions do you have, man? We've hacked through the majority of my list. What do you see Wings of a Bright done? If it's half as good as what you say it will be, it will always be awesome. Um, the reason I know Wings Over Bryant will always continue to be better is because you're always adding something new to the table. And I'll actually circle that back to the name of the podcast that I can't seem to remember, <laughs> which... If memory serves me correctly, it's amateur experts. Um, and I think everybody is an amateur expert. Anyone who who says that they're kind of successful in something. Um, did you ever do something on the first try and you were absolutely perfect at it? No. Right. You were an amateur. What we love is 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 seeing in our crew here and other crews we work with and everything is seeing the variety of projects, the variety of, of tools and resources and the way things work. And and if we go back to the beginning of, of of advertisement from newspaper print to we're now holding up cell phones in our bathroom, making TikToks and getting millions of views. Uh it, it has changed, and there's so many different levels that have happened from, from that incredibly long line of point A to point B. And, and everything is so new and constantly changing, uh, just like what can happen with the air show, that every time you do something new, you're an amateur at it. I mean, you can't be an expert at something on the very first go. But when you try something new, and then you move on to the next thing, but you continue to do what you we're an amateur at yesterday. You're now an amateur at this, but you're better at that. Now you're an amateur at this, but you're better at that. Now you might be an expert at this one. So when you stack this and stack this and stack this over years, you should always be an amateur at everything. I mean, was this your first air show, your first full-blown air show to put on? Yes. Would you consider yourself an amateur air show at that time? You personally, not the event but you personally. And would you consider yourself somewhat of an expert at this point? Do I consider myself an expert? No. Do I consider myself an amateur the first year? No. And I'm not. And the reason why is I don't look at things that way personally. Because mm -hmm. you got to remember, we have... The, the chamber has the luxury of putting on events, right? And the way we looked at this is I broke it down very simply. So we have a guy who I hired to get the airplanes, the axe. We have another person does something else and another person does something else. So I put all these people together and then we controlled 
the event side of everything. We put on events all the time. So it was just one big massive event. And I told them from day one, it's like, I don't want anything to do with airplanes. Like, that's that's y'all's baby. I'm not gonna get in your way. Don't even I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna act like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's y'all's. Like I you gotta know your limits, right? Right. You gotta know your place. That's very important in life. You gotta know your place. Well, I know my place. It's not anywhere around an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um so but you've got somebody like Anna Brimhall who is literally breathing this day in, day out, right beside you. You're just staying the course and and pushing the envelope. And then you got another crew of crazy people right there with you called DNT Media who is making this way bigger than you thought it could ever be. This would not have happened to the magnitude without you guys. It just wouldn't have. I would have been beating my head against that brick wall for two, three, four more years. You guys are the one that helped us catapult it. You took the vision, and you, you're the one that threw the gasoline on it. You're the one to help us get there. So, you are the experts. Right. The amateur experts. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. No. Well, you fake it till you make it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I've got websites that y'all do for us that prove otherwise. I've got tons of videos to prove otherwise. I've got millions of responses on social media that prove otherwise. We're just a small cog, sir. What are you? What are you nervous about for this one? Be honest. I mean, you've got plans. Clearly, I'm not ever nervous. Come on, I'm serious. There's not one thing that you're not like. My my nervous is always financial. It's not. Oh, well, we're going to be able to pay the bills. Right. That is literally the only. But as far as the show goes, it's going to be the most epic thing you've ever seen. <laughs> it is it is an unbelievable sight when you see 25,000 people rushing the front line. And I mean in, in unison. I mean. You look up and you're looking down that front line and you see thousands of people rushing the front line to see what just happened yeah, or what's about to happen. Because when that, when aftershock fires up, man, you literally feel it in your chest. You can't not look at it. No. And it's, and you can't, you can't explain what it feels like. It, it is unbelievable. Yeah. It is, it is unreal. Having him and the guy who flew the Raptor. Stephen Covington. Covington is when he took off and he was like going down the runway. He's, like he's not okay. I mean, he is. <laughs> he's not okay. Yeah. We and uh that beautiful by wing green, beautiful plane. I, 
It was unreal. Yes. Unreal. The diversity of these guys, I think the only common factor is they're they absolutely how, crazy. They know how to fly a plane. We spend all of our time trying to do everything that they're doing, uh, trying to not do everything that they are doing. It is absolutely unreal. Um, I even think, even though they're beautiful to watch, the the uh, the aerial team is pretty pretty crazy to do what they do, and it's incredible to see how tight they fly that pattern. It's amazing to see how close because. I'm I'm so thankful and grateful we I can have an appreciation for by no means would I ever ever dream to be as talented as those guys but to have an enough insight just to see how much discipline that they have to have to do what they do is absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, when you talk to get technical on an airplane because I love airplanes, when we're talking about how these things fly, these hunks of metal that weigh thousands of pounds, go screaming through the air. There's so much uh, technicalities. There's there's so many you know laws of physics that are happening to make this work. And 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 you're typically, at least I'm typically, hoping and praying that these laws of physics don't let me down. And then I see these guys go tumbling wing over tail in the most unaerodynamic fashion possible. And at the last second. And they're flying. And it is just, it's amazing. I mean, every time they're coming in, it's like, I can't, I can't look. This is going to end terribly. And then they, and they pull it off and then they hop out and go grab a Coke and just chill. Yep. We were out there, uh, with Aftershock prior to the Kevin Coleman incident. And I'll never forget, we, we got off and, I was so hot. <laughs> you about burnt my golf cart. I was. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. We almost burnt your golf cart. Forget, forget. I our, love that video ourselves. y'all sent me. Y'all bailing out of the golf cart. Yeah. Y'all were scre- again screaming like little girls. And this was in and, pain. This was oh, yeah. in sheer pain, Alex not was, in enjoyment. Alex was filming. Is going. It's so hot. That <laughs> <laughs> big old ball of fire blowing out. So of it. We're, it's the greatest video ever. And it didn't make the cut, unfortunately. It's dead. I still got it on my phone. Oh, I watched yeah. it all the time. Every now and then. <laughs> we're there watching this guy come at us, and we're thinking, okay, we're out, colored vests. We got, you know, surely this. He can see us. He can see us. Worst thought ever. I loved it when Jesus said, when I looked over and I could see his eyes, he went, uh-oh. Well, <laughs> not just that. He gives like a. Yeah. And we're like, yes, we're here. Please don't do that. And he's going, yes, I see you. I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah. And you bring your Winnie Rose and sits because it's about to get hot. Oh my word! It took me like a week to grow everything back. It was, it was awful. It was impressive and amazing. And I would do it all over again. He gets right up to us. We're on the taxiway. If ever you're at an airport, you're taxiing about to take off, going to wherever. Just look outside your window. You will see the taxi road that you're on, and you'll see these little orange signs, these little yellow signs. Those are your taxiway markers. And you'll get an appreciation for how incredibly close this was. We're at a taxiway marker. He is on the actual taxiway. He's coming down this way. We're getting the cool shots, what we thought was cool shots. And he's coming right at us. We're like, all right, cool, awesome. It's getting real hot, real hot, real hot. And then he turns it off. Great. We're not going to move. We're going to get the shot nodding yes we see him he's nodding yes we were nodding about very different things he gets right up on us boom i mean the most heat 
I have ever experienced in my life. I'm sitting here, Justin's sitting here, and he's on this side. So I can't imagine what Justin was feeling at the time. I'm trying to hold the camera out, and all I remember is feeling my knuckles like melt into the camera. It was, and I'm trying, I'm looking away. I don't even know what I'm shooting at this point. I'm just trying to hold it out there. And he's pressing up against me, trying to push over. And it got so intense. I just remember it on my hands, on the side of my leg. And he's a good, you know, oh, he's three feet closer than I yeah. am. So it's, anyway, this guy's right there. So when you see that taxiway and you look out, you can see, I mean, we've all been by a bonfire and stuff. And you don't have to get close to feel that. This was a fireball out of a jet strapped to Giant a truck. fireball. And it was continuous. It wasn't a push. No. He hammered down. All and it was... the way. We bail out the side, and I tried to keep the camera on it but it, i mean it was physically too much to 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 bear uh and would i do it all over again yes i would in a heartbeat uh it, it was frightening and magical all in the same time it was wonderful absolutely i'll never forget it you gonna drink it more uh yeah i got just a little bit left well no like in the future are you gonna i mean this is literally Mm. my go-to mm-hmm. if there's a shelf of stuff and i realize there's much better stuff than this i will go with angel's envy for sure it's good yeah. i like that it's just delicious i don't even know where it's from i think it said kentucky on the front probably so all i know is we could go to bo diddle's wine and spirits uh and call 501-794-6438 the man with a beard carl west Ask for the man with the beard, and I'll hook you the up. The great beard. How do you know Carl? What's how have um, y'all known each other? We got really like we've known each other for a while, but we got really, really close through the air show. Yeah, it did. So within a year, right? Well, you know, it was you get, we were planning the air show. Oh, that's true. You know, for two years. I mean, it was during all there, during that time. Um, oh, perfect. You know, there's a group of people that that worked so hard. Uh, he's one of those guys. I mean, he was literally the week prior to the air show. He was on a bush hog for a solid week, bush hogging the airport. Yeah. I mean, there's so there's the amount of volunteers to help put on this air show. People don't people don't realize the amount of people that it takes to put on an event. It how how many volunteers? If you had to guess, how many volunteers do you have on on show day? One hundred and fifty to two hundred, <laughs> and that's just show day. That's not including the week leading up to. Yeah, you know, I mean, there you're talking so many organizations, so many people, people from all over the. Uh, area, not even from Saline County, Grant County, Garland County, Pulaski County. Like, it, it was an amazing thing to witness. Yeah. I mean, did you did you put out a thing and say, "Hey, we need volunteers"? Did you have people just calling and asking, people showing up? I mean, it, we never really put anything out. 
Um, COVID was really weird. Like it changed volunteerism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really stressed out prior to the air show. But I mean, within, I would say three to four weeks prior to the air show, I mean, everybody just started, it was awesome. Like it completely changed. Yeah. You know, and, it, and we understand like it, it, we get it. Um, it just, we get it. Yeah. But man, it. It was an incredible thing to witness, and we can never thank everybody enough for what they do. I mean, John three sixteen, John three seventeen, all those guys. Y'all saw how many barricades were here. John three sixteen yeah. took every one of those barricades down that day after the air show. We were gone by like six thirty. Yeah, it was incredible. It, it was insane. Like. I mean, we had, we're obviously here at the airport currently right now. And, and right out there, it was an airport one day. And we saw a couple, you know, preemptive measures and, you know, small stuff going here and there. And then, boom, we are a function. Yeah, we started putting up barricades. I had the forklift delivered on Tuesday or Monday. Barricades delivered on Tuesday. We started putting those up. Everything else really, truly started getting delivered. I had we had it planned out, but like the uh, tents and all that kind of stuff was probably Thursday. No, well, yeah, was that Wednesday and Thursday? Mm-hmm. You know, but now that we know so much more on, because we didn't want to mess with the operations of the airport, right? Yeah, because this is a operational right. airport. Like we don't want to. Yeah. stop any of that but now that we know um how operationally it, it works we can do certain things still and not mess with the operation now that we know all that right we can start a little sooner and so you'll you'll see some changes i do have a question though and this does circle back we we're about to wrap this up but i have one more uh more about the vendors I mean, let's talk the business side of it, right? Mm-hmm. So we put on the air show. It's for the community. It's a wonderful success. Um, but but on the business side of stuff, because it's one huge business transaction. It really is. And that also funnels down to the vendors that were here. I mean, it's a lot of folks that pay to have booths and, and get spots and sell their business and market and all that. Um, how was that this last time? And what changes, if any, would you be doing this time for vendors? I mean, did, did we have any any complaints? Was it all just rainbows and sunshines and yeah, it was we, perfect? We don't have any complaints from our vendors. I mean, every one of them. <laughs> yeah. But we're very selective mm-hmm. on what we're going to allow, if that makes sense. Sure. Um. Like we're not trying to recreate certain events that we have, and and there's just for an air show there's there just needs to be certain things. I feel, yeah, at at an air show, right, right. Certain things aren't just going to fit, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's it's not that we're trying to be jerks or anything like that. It's just sure. That's, that's all. Go ahead and put your name. Relatively small, boom, boom, right there. We're gonna rip it off, stick it on. 
All right. Jason Brown on the Angels Whiskey. Thanks, Carl. You're a gentleman and scholar, my friend. Cheers, sir.